Hello and welcome to Elside Tobrick's podcast, Law Beyond Borders. In today's episode, we will focus on English tort law. How does it work and what are its main principles? Note that this is not a comprehensive overview of all of the steps of English tort law, but rather a very general introduction to it. First, let's have a look at English law's main torts. English tort law works with very specific and separated torts. These torts are used to establish fault in a specific situation. There are different categories of torts. Personal torts, including battery, assault and false imprisonment, intentional interference with land and goods, more specifically, the tort of trespass to land. So, for example, if you go to private property without permission. Um, a third category is breach of statutory duty. An example of this tort can be found in the case of John Summers and Sons Limited versus Frost of 1955. Um, you also have economic torts, such as unlawful interference with trade. So this uh, would occur if company B induces employees from company A to come work for them. Uh, and negligence is also another category. We will dive into this category specifically during that episode. And uh, nuisance and information related torts. So an example of public nuisance would be if someone puts very loud music in a public place. So for each of these torts, specific criteria and procedures will apply. In order to better grasp English tort law, let's have a look specifically at the tort of negligence. In order to assess whether there was a tort of negligence, the four following conditions must be fulfilled. First, there needs to be a duty of care. This requirement was established in the case of Donahue v. Stevenson, taking place in 1937. In this case, Mrs. Stevenson went to a cafe with a friend and ordered a bottle of ginger beer. Once she finished drinking it, she found a decomposed snail in her bottle. A few days later, she was admitted to a hospital where she was diagnosed with severe gastroenteritis and shock. This case established the tort of negligence in English tort law. A duty of care can be defined as a legal obligation to ensure the safety and well-being of others. This um, duty of care is the core requirement in order to claim negligence. An example of duty of care here would be that manufacturers need to ensure their beers are suitable for their customers' consumption. A second criteria to assess whether or not the tort of negligence can, can be claimed, sorry, is uh, that there must be a breach of the aforementioned duty of care. Such breach can occur due to an action or an omission. For example, by not providing safe beers, the manufacturer in Donahue v. Stevenson breached his duty of care because he omitted to apply proper food safety standards. A third condition to that test is that damage must have been done to the claimant. In Donahue v. Stevenson, Mrs. Stevenson had a claim because of the harm she suffered. Um, the fourth element of this test is causation. There, a claimant must show that the harm that they suffered was a sufficiently direct consequence of the breach of duty of care. So this is it for a brief introduction to English tort law. We really hope you found it interesting and helpful. If so, please share it around and follow us on our socials. I will see you in the third episode. Thank you for listening.